Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including a Ruby, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Andy Potter. Hey! Today, Andy and I are discussing uh, the latest episode of Ruby, uh, Vault, what is it, Vault of the Spring Maiden? Yes, uh, chapter 12 of volume 5 of Ruby that aired uh, this morning on Rooster Teeth First. Uh, we talk Ruby every week here on the Overly Animated Podcast. You can find us at OverlyAnimated.com or search for Overly Animated Ruby on iTunes to subscribe there or on YouTube as well uh, to not miss any of our future Ruby podcasts. Two episodes left after this in uh, volume 5 of Ruby uh, to make sure to subscribe to not miss any of our coverage of the Ruby finale episodes. Uh, spoilers for Vault of the Spring Maiden. Make sure you've seen this. Uh, Rooster Teeth first subscriber or whatever. I don't know. When does this even come out on normal? Is it like a week later? Yeah. I think it's, I, I think. I don't know. So. Cause I, cause I think the other one just popped up on yeah, YouTube. Well, we, now. we, we, we cover the, the first airing. So, uh, make sure you've seen this. Spoilers for this episode. Andy, what did you think of Vault of the Spring Maiden? There are some things I liked and some things I hated. And, I think that's just every Ruby episode. Yeah, that's that. <laughs> which point. which episode are you talking about? Don't yeah, know. I know, right? Uh, I liked that there was less emphasis on John than last episode, but he still was. It was that whole last episode was still just for him, and this proves that. Um, I liked the little bit of Ruby we got, her being her bossing people around and being hashtag angry. I hated. That's not a hashtag. Yeah, I know. I, know. <laughs> I, I hated pretty much everything else in the episode i think because Vertle just died for no like is dead she's dead people have said that she might not be dead but she's dead we'll talk about it. and she's dead for no reason they just designed this character and she was designed just to die for no reason other than that um and I, I don't know people are doing stupid things all episode and i didn't like it like hazel is using like hazel's mad about stuff that doesn't make sense people Here's the problem with the show. They still have not proved to me that Ozpin is evil. And they keep trying to prove to us as viewers that Ozpin is evil. And he just isn't. And they, I'm just confused. I don't think that's the problem with the show. I think there's bigger problems. Bigger fish to Okay. I'm not clear on whether they want us to think Ozpin's evil or not. Because uh, the evidence they provided is not strong evidence. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I think they really are trying to tell the audience that Ozpin's evil. And that'd be interesting if they did it right. But they have not done it right yet. Okay. Um, I, I don't know if that's what they're trying. But overall, uh, what do you think? Overall, I'm just confused by the show. Like, I don't really think I was excited by the end of this episode. I was just like, oh, okay, Raven's a maiden now. And I didn't really care. Okay, like, interesting. I, yeah. Okay, I did. I actually did not have that reaction. I was very excited by the end of this episode. I think that uh, this twist at the end with Raven being the maiden uh, all along and it not being... Uh, Vernal is one of the best things the show's done this season, and I think that it was really fun, a really good twist, really well executed, and by far the best part of this episode. Uh, the rest was kind of mediocre, and well, well, you know, there are some highlights, there are some, there's nothing terrible. You know, I don't really have anything to majorly complain about. John, uh, John Semblance is healing, and that's how Weiss lives, you know, that was level one, that's what we were expecting last week. Uh, you know, we all said that's what was going to happen. So, you know, it's, it was just, it was just presented in an unexciting way. That's the biggest problem. 
Yeah. Um, but you know, there's, there, there's nothing terrible here. There's nothing really big to complain about, uh, unlike last week. And, uh, I think that the end is actively good. I think this is a really, really good twist. Like there's very few things in Ruby seasons that I can say are like actively well executed from a narrative perspective, you know, like there's, there's a lot of things that yeah. are well executed from a visual perspective or storyboarding, but I think this twist was really well done this season. I think I'm just hung up on Vernal dying. I just don't like Vernal's character. I don't because she isn't a character. She literally just showed up. I th- so here's it, the thing. That's part of the twist. Like uh, yeah. this this was a character who we'd been saying all along. We're like, oh my god, this is a stupid character. Why don't you just develop her already? She's a maiden, but we're not saying she's a maiden. Uh, you, you, this is the why. Why are we just setting this, bringing this character in just to die? Um, why won't why is it taking us eight episodes to explicitly call her the Spring Maiden? And all of that pays off here. All of our discussion from earlier this season, it pays off. But but how about this, Dylan? Explain to me why this is better. Like, as somebody who isn't progressive, explain to me why this is better than Sienna, then. Sienna just dying with no character development at all. Right. So from, like, a socially progressive lens, this is just another uh, female character. So it's it's different because uh, Sienna was uh, murdered for no reason by Adam. And uh, she is... And uh, Vernal is, uh, you know, there, there. This is a scene with three with three women in it. It and, is. And uh, you know, I'm not saying it's great that she's just set up to die. I'm not saying that's a great socially progressive thing. I'm not immediately outraged like I was with Sienna Khan. Um, but I, that's not like that's even even that's not something that came to mind for me. You know, like that. Like typically, um, like uh, like socially progressive criticisms uh, are like come up highly. Uh, in my mind for things that happen like this. This is not something I thought of. What I thought of was, wow, look at all of the narrative, uh, the narrative threads that they've, uh, or the, like the trail that they've left that led to this point this season. Like that was the big highlight for me. And maybe it's just because we're all expecting Vernal to die. We've just been saying it over and over. So like, obviously Vernal dies or whatever. And this is like, if Vernal's the character that dies, that's best case scenario. Cause we're worried about <laughs> Weiss dying, worried about Elia dying. So I'm fine with this. She can be the sacrifice and her dying is part of the twist. It's like, I'm maybe more willing to forgive it because it's part of narrative, which it does nothing to do with, uh, a social lens. Um, so maybe I'm wrong about that, but I, I want to focus, uh, at least to start on the, all the reasons why this was awesomely built up by the show. Okay. I want to say, Miles and, uh, and Karen, what a good job with this. Wow. This was really well done. Let's talk about it. So like I said, uh, this whole time we'd, we'd, uh, we'd been saying, uh, this is a stupid, pointless character. And if she's important, why don't we give her any backstory? Number one. Okay. The turns, the answer is she doesn't matter. <laughs> she's, she's a, she's a decoy. Yeah. So I think that was great. <laughs> I mean, you know, you still could have given her backstory, but she didn't, yeah. we didn't need to. Number two, why don't we call, why are we so hesitant to call her the maiden, uh, the, all, all the rest of the season? Cause it turns out she's not the maiden. <laughs> there you go. Done. Solved. Uh, number three, um, why is, uh, why does she like only use her powers once or something? And why does she hold off on using her powers last episode? As cause she doesn't have powers. Uh, and that scene earlier in the season where she does summon the storm, it's really brilliant because it's actually Raven doing it all along. And here's like, and here's the most cathartic evidence is that this explains Raven's mask. This stupid, dumb yeah. edgelord mask that Raven wears is cause she <laughs> needs to, stupid mask. I can't get over it. She needs to hide her eyes because the maid empowers you of the glowy avatar state eyes so she wears the mask so she can see- keep it a secret that she's the one that's activating the maiden powers so that's her bait and switch all along 
This has been so well said. I mean, even earlier, like you have, you've seen like Crow saying, uh, Raven, uh, Raven has spring, you know, like they never talk about, they never call vernal spring. And I do think, uh, that's just an, that's just an audience deco. I do, we, we looked back and it does seem like, uh, Crow does not know that Raven is the spring maiden if you look at last season's dialogue. But, um, yeah, I just, uh, the, regardless of who knows what as characters, the biggest thing is this really, uh, hits from a viewer perspective, I think. Like this, this feels really cathartic to me. Uh, out of all the kind of boring stuff we've done with Raven and the Bronwyn tribe and with Vernal the entire season, I think this pays it all off. Okay, I, I I think I'm a little lower on it than you, obviously, since I was saying, but I do like how it fixes some of the problems ahead earlier in the season. It does make the scene where Raven was talking about Cinder's name being stupid kind of funny. Yes, that's another thing. Yeah, Raven, uh, Raven says uh, Cinder's name is uh, what's on the nose or something for a maiden. Yeah, and yeah. it's like, and our response on the podcast was, uh, "You have Vernal, you have Vernal." <laughs> but okay, no, that's not true. So her, her criticism is valid. Yeah, it it, it was actually pretty funny. It's um I don't know it. Does this make other episodes better though? Like, because I mean, like this is like viewing I mean, it as what, a season. whatever. It makes the season better, you know. I think yeah. I think that's true. But it like it still was frustrating from like a week by week thing, not knowing it. Yeah, that, that's, that's the danger with twists like this is that uh like this is the third to last ep- episode of the season, so you're doing all this stuff with Raven, which didn't really hit ever. Um, just so you can do this twist at the end. And even though it hits at the end, it doesn't change the fact that we spent months, uh, you know, having to sit through the Raven plot lines, uh, that didn't, that didn't really work at the time. Um, so I think that's true. Yeah. And, but I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of just worried Raven's just going to die. Like, that's what I'm really worried about. Yeah. So let's talk about that because, uh, that's the big question now is, 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 so Raven's the maiden, Maidens always die. Is uh, Vernal died just uh, so? Okay, briefly, Vernal. Um, so we don't see her kind of die. We see Cinder's grim arm, which we'll talk about in a second. Yeah. Um, just uh, and she's like, uh, she stops twitching, like, and then we don't see her face or anything. And uh, Raven says, uh, "Where's the power?" So um, yeah. she's not like explicitly dead. My take on it is that why would Cinder um, be surprised that there is no power to take if she did not die? That was my take as well. But I mean, there's also the there's also the possibility that she's absorbing powers in a different way. She does have a weird grim arm. Like this show always throws new stuff at us. But my assumption is just that Vernal was dying, and she was like, "Why didn't I get the power?" Like that's I think that's just the surface level. I guess, yeah, I guess she's already circumventing the maiden system because um, she's trying to absorb the power and not be the last one they saw. Is that true? Like, is, is she using the traditional maiden route of trying to just be the last person they saw? Yeah, I thought I thought I thought that's what she was doing. But it's I, possible with her grim arm that she's absorbing it in a different way. Yeah, like at first when Raven broke out, what I thought was happening was that Vernal died and gave the power to Raven, and like Vernal always was the Spring Maiden. That was my assumption at first, but then obviously it didn't happen. And so, so I don't know. It, it feels like Cinder has to have a way of getting the power without having to be the last one they saw because it just I, yeah. seems so. Fit, so I guess, fit. yeah, I guess, I guess that's possibly true that she's using the the Grim Arm to absorb it. In which but case, I still Vernal think could still dead. be alive. But Ver- there's no reason to keep Vernal alive because she's a decoy no. character all along. She's you know yeah. she's she's not important. Um, I, I am frustrated because she has cool weapons and like a cool design, but she was just nothing. Yeah, yeah. So we're assuming Vernal's dead, and even if she's not, she doesn't matter. Um, so. Yep. Uh, now that, now, uh, Raven is the maiden, um, we've been complaining about Raven a lot. We've called her bad character. Um, we've called, we've called her not, this character's not working. Um, which is, which is all true. Does this make Raven's character better that she's, that she's the spring maiden? 
only okay there it, it only makes her character better if ozpin forced her to be a maiden and that would explain why she hates ozpin but i don't think the show is going to go there or talk, talk talk to us about that okay I, so i think yeah so what you're referring to is a lot of people are trying to make the connection of raven's uh seemingly irrational hatred of ozpin just because she for, she uh, gave her the choice yeah. to have optional bird turning into abilities yeah. Um, so maybe if Ozpin uh, forced maiden stuff upon her, that would be an illegitimate reason to be pissed at Ozpin. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I would hope for. Like, cause it would. Cause I mean, being a maiden seems like it sucks. Like it just. It just seems like it's a horrible way to live to be a maiden and being hunted the rest of your life. And so I could see that being something that she would be really mad at Ozpin for. But again, still, it doesn't fully explain it. Cause still, being a maiden means you're like one of the strongest people of the world, and it feels like that's something Raven would want. So. If you force someone to be made, I see legitimate grievances because you're you're marked to die. Uh, yes, yeah. but at the same time, I think Raven would like w- would have chosen to be a maiden if she had the choice. So it's 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 a little interesting from that perspective. Yeah. I, I don't guess. I don't think that's what's happening here because I don't think Crow knows that Raven is a maiden. So I believe that this is something that happens uh, after Raven okay. left, or that caused Raven to leave away from everyone else. Um, like a lot of people are asking, uh, there's like a few people that have problems with the twist and their main thing is, uh, how is Raven a maiden? This doesn't make any sense. And the natural response is, uh, she just either killed the previous maiden or she came upon them dying. And that's the easy reason to, uh, to, to have this, uh, be a part of the plot. And that would probably have to happen after Raven was with, uh, the original team Ruby. Yes. I like, clearly she killed, like, like. I would not be surprised at all if she killed somebody just to get their maiden powers. It's not, it's, like, not, it's not like Raven was the original maiden or something from birth. Like no. She, like she, this was like a past, you know, this is like post-Beacon, I assume. Or okay. this is the event that caused her to leave. Like, that's yeah, that, one that, of those two things. I, I think it's closer to the second thing you said, but I would not be surprised if it happened after she left and yeah. she just killed a so maiden. I, 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 yeah, I understand the the uh, the inclination to try to tie this to Ozpin, but I, I don't see it at the moment. Uh, but okay. we, need, we need more information. Like uh, I'm just, I'm just, scra- I'm just like searching for any reason she could hate Ozpin because it, I still don't buy it. Yeah, at we'll all. talk about the Ozpin stuff, but um, yeah, I think this makes her a more interesting character at least because she has some, she has some plot relevance now. She's not other yeah. than being Yang's mom. She has a, she's tied to the plot. But will she even live past these past two episodes? <laughs> I, in any other show. I think that no, I mean, yeah, I mean, yes, that she would live to the end, live past the season, but I think that they're really, really trigger happy at killing people like this, and I'm skeptical that she will make it through the end of the season. I'm really yeah. skeptical of it. I think that what Raven being the maiden does, and uh, let, you have to look at what relevance does Raven have to the plot of Ruby, uh, to the characters and plot of Ruby, because uh, she kind of seems like an auxiliary character. Uh, her main tie is, like I said, as Yang's mom. Um, that's like the heart of her emotional journey. She's like head of this Bronwyn tribe that doesn't matter. She has the Spring Maiden. Well, she's the Spring Maiden that cuts that off. Um, like what reason is there for Raven to be alive? She's Crow's sister. Okay. Um, but I think, I think the biggest thing Raven being a maiden does is it, uh, cements Yang as the Spring Maiden inheritor. Uh, yes. To these powers. Yeah. Like if, if Yang is somehow not the Spring Maiden at some point in the next few seasons, I will be very surprised. We'd, al- we'd already been speculating that Team Ruby would each be a maiden. <laughs> like, I, even more than that, I think we were already speculating that Yang specifically would get maiden powers first, because it just kind of made sense to me. At least to me, it makes sense that Yang would get it first. 
because it feels like she's kind of not complete right now. And it seems like it would be the perfect push to like kind of, it, it feels like a really weird way to like mess with her character more, which I think would be interesting to see. But I don't know, but this is a perfect through line to make her a maiden. And, and she already has like glowy eyes already, kind of. Yeah, does, like yeah. it burst into flame and stuff. Yeah, like, and, so, at the, so, and at the end we see Raven with red glowy eyes, kind of similar to Yang's too. Yeah, I. There's also that. Does it? Does it, Did was she abated before she she had Yang? Does it's that affect possible? Um, I assume Yang would not. Uh, the maiden powers don't uh, come by birth, but it could be related to her semblance. I don't know. Um, I, I don't. But know. regardless, we're definitely expecting Yang to get the spring maiden powers yeah. because that's the most important part of uh, Raven's character. So if Raven's dying, she'll think of Yang. Um, yeah. The if, question is, does that happen now, or are we putting that off for a later part of our thirteen season plan? I, if it. I, I, I think it's higher than 50-50 that it happens this season. It's like maybe like 60-40 that it happens this season. But I wouldn't be surprised if we wait till next season to have Raven die. There's also the possibility that they just troll us and have Raven die and pick somebody else. And I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't see the purpose of that. But I don't I don't see the purpose of that, know, but I also don't. Yeah. Yeah. It's always implied. I, th- yeah, I think it's basically 50-50 that they do this now. It's just really hard to t- it's really hard to predict anything on a short-term basis with Ruby when they have a large long-term plan. And I do th- I definitely think Yang's going to get these powers eventually, but we could drag this off. Uh, we we could we could we could drag this on and uh so I, I I don't know. I think it like next episode Raven could die and get the powers or 3 years from now. Like whatever. Yeah. It's happening at some point though. Yeah, I mean, she's a maiden. She has to die. That's yeah. just what maidens Definitely do. Definitely in play, if maidens die, yep, which is the, yep. why it's a stupid narrative concept. But um, yes. this is, uh, and uh, it's like they took the, the wrong part of Avatar to, to yeah. influence the show. But yeah, yeah, but is this is, uh, it, it's happening. Yang's going to be a maiden. Uh, could be next week. So Raven's probably at the top of our death, death watch right now. Uh, yeah, she's at the top. Yeah. yeah. Ahead of I'm trying, I was trying to like think of any Adam, other Ilya. Weiss is saved, so we can knock her off. Yeah, John. Yeah. I think John. I think is entering enters Death Watch now. We'll, I'll table that for a second. But um, I, I, I disagree on that. But we can talk about yeah. it. Yeah, I think it's it's an option at the very least. Uh, I, I want to talk about Grim Arm Cinder because that's the reveal <laughs> here is that she has this uh, knuckle V type grin Grim Arm. They brought back the the Extendo Arms. I'm so I, I I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm so happy the Extendo Arm is back. Who you, who you got? Cinder's uh, uh, Extendo Arm or the Nuklavi's Extendo Arms? Oh, this one this one's actually intimidating. So this one's worse. Like Nuklavi's Extendo Arms were the silliest thing ever. Yeah, Nuklavi just put him in a stupid circle. Cinder yeah. in the span of two seconds freezes uh raven and kills uh 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 vernal by the way vernal i think is her canon name at this point both characters call her vernal um yeah uh that was pretty scary i don't how did she freeze uh raven with dust i i think i think that cinder's mated power is over the elements but i thought it was only fire but i guess it isn't she can maybe maybe yeah like maybe she has control over heat Maybe that's it. Like she can make things hot and cold, mm, okay. and we just haven't seen her use the cold part of it yet. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. I like that. Um, but yeah, Cinder, Cinder's Grim Arm. Yes. Hype. That was actually like I was actually like like I saw Raven get frozen, and then Vernal was like getting hurt, and I'm like, oh, what did she do? And then I saw the arm, and I'm like, Cinder all like immediately jumped up, and I'm like, this is the best villain they've had so far. She, I actually feel scared of Cinder now. 
like I wasn't really scared of Cinder until this moment. She just seemed kind of like just just yeah. kind of like a stoic person, I guess. But now she's like actually killing people in a way that doesn't feel like Adam just killing Sienna, I guess. Yeah, I think I think this this is putting Cinder back as a legitimate threat. I have some grievances about Cinder, but um, so this happens with uh, presumably uh, Salem use this uh, to heal Cinder after Ruby's yeah. uh, Ruby Silver Eyes. That I, that would be the assumption, I guess. Yeah, I think so. Here's here's the interesting thing about this to me. For, other than it being a good uh, a good trait of Cinder to have, I think this puts grim reanimation right into play here, which is something yeah. that we've been uh, we've been speculating on. Uh, oh I God. think I I think it's happening, Andy. Grim Pira will happen I this season. Say it. This I is big evidence for if Salem can reanimate Cinder's dead arm into a grim arm, why can't Salem reanimate Pira into zombie grim Pira? I don't why not? Know. I don't know. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's definitely in play for the show, right? Like, We've seen like two seconds of this and we have no idea how it works. And you're, and you're just like, like, let's do. You're I'm telling like, you, this is going to be the stinger. I've been saying it the whole time. The last shot of the season is going to be grim Pira. Oh my god! Like I'd be fine with it. I just don't know if they're going to do it. No, that'd be like, very exciting. I'd, I'd, no, no, I would be I, actively I, happy about it. No, I, it would be really cool if Pira was suddenly a villain and she was, if she was a zombie. It, yeah. it would actually be pretty cool. But um, I'm, I, I just don't know if they'll do that. I still think that Tyrion's tail is going to be the stinger. Like I'm not even joking about that. Yeah, that I think actually, they, that actually, we were joking at first, but that's also in play. The last shot of the season being because we just haven't seen Tyrion since they said that line about his tail. Um, so that could be like a comedic it, last it, beat. Yeah, if Tyrion shows up at all in the finale, then it's not the stinger. Like, that just obviously isn't the stinger. Yeah, it has to be if he doesn't show up ever, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I'm excited for Grim reanimation. Uh, Pyrrha, uh, as Penny, we can't reanimate because she's still alive because she's a yeah. uh, robot and we can bring her back. Uh, fight me. She's and... alive. <laughs> I, I, what? I'm just Penny so is in the cloud, okay? And uh, Pyrrha is going to be Grim reanimated. It's going to be great. Okay. The other big theory thing that happens with this Cinder moment, uh, Cinder is trying to take uh, uh, Hayes, Vernal, I'm blanking on her name because I've already forgotten her because she's an inconsequential character. Yeah. yeah. Um, Vernal's uh, powers. Which uh, we've talked, uh, we've been under the assumption, at least I have, for a long, for several years on this podcast, that Cinder is trying to be the Avatar. She's trying yes. to accumulate all of the maiden powers. This is not something the show has explicitly said, but in this episode, Cinder is ta- trying to take a second maiden power. So Cinder, Avatar theory confirmed. Yes, this confirmed, this episode actually confirms a lot of really long-term theories, I guess, because it's, it, I, I, I guess I'm, right, telling, so. I'm telling you, Andy, the last five minutes of this episode are actually good. I, I guess I guess the problem is there's a lot of things in the show. And we've talked about it before that we just assume are true and we've never been told. And I guess that's just another one of those things that I assumed was true, yeah. but they never told I've, us. I've gotten some pushback on this theory, but for the most part, people are like, yeah, this probably will happen. And yeah. So what what, what do you what are the consequences of Cinder wanting all of the powers? Do you think it's of her voli- volition or is this uh, Salem's idea? I think this is Cinder's idea, and this actually makes me a lot more on board with Steve's theory that Salem's going to try to take Cinder's body. Like yeah, so we have, we have the Steve addendum to the Avatar Cinder theory, which is that uh, Salem will betray Cinder, and uh, she, yeah. since she's an eternal, immortal, evil demon, she will inhabit Cinder's body. Um, but wouldn't it have to be Salem's orders for Cinder to, ex- to try to get all of the maiden powers if she then wants to take over her body? Um, or maybe she maybe? Like, realizes Cinder's doing this and is just going to capitalize on it. I think it's more the second thing. I think Salem knows that Cinder wants this power. She because 
Cinder's main thing so far, seem, her character motivation seemed to be she wants control and she because she has lost control at some point in her life and she wants control of stuff. And how does she get control? By just getting all the maiden powers. And I don't know if that's compelling, but it definitely seems like that's something she's doing. Yeah, that's kind and, of her arc, yeah. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see how this works. I'm, I think this means that we're not going to get her get a second maiden power this season. Because there's no way she well, gets... Well, the, level, the easy way to have Yang be the spring maid... Oh, okay. I just saw the contradiction in what I was saying. So I do think Cinder could kill Raven next episode, but Yang would be the beneficiary. Yeah. Yes. I think what what could happen is right before... Um, if, if it looks like Raven's going to die, right before Cinder makes the killing blow, Raven somehow finds a way to kill herself first or something. Mm, yeah, to try to give it to Yang, yeah. Yeah, like that that's that's the way I see it going if Raven ever gives her power to, to Yang. Yeah, or they just join the bigger battle and she dies incidentally or something, yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I guess I guess if we all think if Yang is getting the powers, I mean, Cinder isn't. OK, but uh, yeah. we'll, we'll see uh, who Cinder's next two victims are after this. Yeah, season. no, I definitely think the third maiden we see that Cinder will get that power, whichever one she gets. I've, I've already seen some speculation is yeah, is Weiss's mom one of the one of the maidens? No, <laughs> People no. are already trying to f- identify the third maiden here. So if Weiss's mom was a maiden, that definitely means Winter is a maiden now. Also, Winter is a maiden. That's definitely been a thing. Yeah, no, Weiss's mom's alive, right? I think. Is, is it, it? I thought she was dead. I don't I, know. I have no idea. To be, I, I blocked out well, all of this Atlas stuff. Also, from last Summer season. was a maiden. Uh, oh yeah, people think Summer's a maiden. Yeah, also Summer's as uh, way, but we'll get into that later. Um, yeah. but <laughs> <laughs> it's it's true, and uh, Grimpier is more is happening. Actually, happening now. Um, so Cinder, uh, I'm skeptical, by the way, I'm skeptical that Cinder has autonomy outside of Salem. Um, I just like the past two seasons have been exclusively to show Cinder acting under Salem. I don't know. The show hasn't given me any reason to think Cinder operates on her own. I think Cinder thinks she's acting on her own, but Salem, it's yeah, maybe Salem's Salem. like subtly influencing her. Yeah, yeah, I could, we could do that. Okay. Um, here's my pro. Okay. So I've been a big Cinder fan for a while. I really like Cinder during the first two seasons, like most parts of the show. Um, even the third season, I really like Cinder. Um, but I think at this point, I might be hopping off the Cinder train, Andy, because uh, every time she talks, she sounds the same. She, she says, does. Hey, 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 maybe, maybe you could, you thought you could uh, do this. But but I'm actually like that's the only way Cinder's able to talk now. Yeah. And I'm really annoyed by it. Uh can she do something else? I don't think so. Like I finally like I I that's a, that's a fair complaint I think because she is very intimidating as a fighter now. Like I'm actually scared of her as a villain, but her character is just gone now. She's really annoying. I, oh my goodness. It it, it and that's contrast by the fact that I really want to see more Emerald because she's actually showed like little reactions here and there to the fight that's been going on that I'm really interested by. But the show seems to not care about it. Yeah, I've gone from uh, liking all three of them and Cinder's team to basically just caring about Emerald at this point. Yeah, same. Yeah, Mercury hasn't really done anything either exciting. Yeah. Um, he clones in this episode. We'll talk about that anyway. Yeah. So, uh, I hope, ho- I'm hope- hoping that, uh, extendo arm Cinder will mean good things for her character, but, uh, it has not been great so far. I mean, I, extendo I hope- arm's been fine, but her character hasn't been great. Um, yeah. Yeah. So any other things from those last, I mean, I guess seeing the vault was pretty cool. Uh, yeah. they, they had some cool visuals with it, like the petals falling and like the lights, uh, light up when, when they walk through the thing, the door, all of it looks pretty cool. 
I think this means that all the vaults are going to be trees then, right? In different seasons. Was there like, a tree? Was there a tree in in a beacon? I don't even remember. We didn't see the vault in beacon, did we? I no. Cinder references it in the episode, but she wasn't. She didn't go to it though. She couldn't open it. Um, but we see we don't open this one either, right? Uh, I guess they go inside of the thing, but don't uh, like what's what's the actual vault? Is it the vault? Is it the is statue, the tree. or is it the, the... No, the vault? Is the tree? There's a door into the tree, and the tree is a is a right. So tree. we don't open the vault in this episode either. But no, but I'm saying that the the vault itself, the physical vault, will all be trees because this tree is like a fall a tree in the okay. season of fall. Yeah, it yeah, has like sense. leaves that, that are old. The seasons theme, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I like I like the visuals here. Yeah, I just I think the end of this episode is great. Yeah. I mean, I do like the visuals. Also, they finally found a way to do a, a talking head scene where it made sense because they were all stuck in an elevator together. And I wasn't mad that they were just talking. Yeah, it, was, it was much better than the rest of the episodes talking scenes. Yeah. 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 And I also think this, epi- this episode built up well on uh, all of the uh, the betrayal stuff The the we, we learned that uh, Raven planned to betray uh, uh Cinder, and then it turns out Cinder thought ahead and is going to betray them, but then it didn't matter because Raven was the maiden. I thought all yeah. that was great. I, I think I was a little upset in the moment that Yang didn't catch them because I was really, I was really looking forward to Yang doing something. But um, yeah, they didn't it, do it, anything it, with that. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. it would have been. I, I kind of really wanted a Yang Raven fight, and we're ne- and it looks like we're never going to get one now because now that Raven's a maiden, she won't fight. She won't. She won't fail against fighting Team Ruby now because she can't. Yeah, I guess Raven's purely on our side now since Cinder. Cinder like, she them. she won't like help them, but she's a maiden now, so she can't like. They're, they're, they're just the way the plot forces things to happen. She can't be fought by Yang individually. I don't think anymore. Yeah, and I would not, be very, we're not getting that. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think Yang could beat Raven now. Anyways, I mean, anyways. all of Team Ruby seems to suck. So yeah. <laughs> I, 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 Okay, we'll why, talk about why do that, they suck? Why okay, they let's suck? talk about the rest of the episode, which is less exciting. But the first okay. thing is John uh, heals Weiss. Uh, this is presumably his semblance, but it is not said yeah. in the episode. Uh, Weiss seems fine. Uh, the only reason we know this is because I guess the wound closes up and also Ren's like uh, initially is like, it doesn't look good. And then there's like, uh, she's sta- she's she's stabilized or whatever. Like, uh, okay, so Weiss is fine. No, you missed the best part, though, because John first asks, red talk to me before red says it looks bad yeah there's two really terrible lines of dialogue in this episode that's one of them and i think the other is ruby saying uh no i'm angry and then (laughs) cut away like what (laughs) okay ruby you're like it's crazy because ruby's inflections haven't changed once this season i don't think and it's like are you angry ruby are you sure Ruby's kind of always generically angry. That's true. Um, yeah. I, so uh, what do you think of uh, basically this is what we exactly what we thought was going to happen. John heals Weiss. How do you think it was executed in the episode? I like um, I like this the way it executed in this episode a lot more than last episode because it seemed to be from the perspective of Ruby, not John. At least once we got past him actually running over to her. But I hate I still hate how this was set up. There was no. Yeah, it's, it's, look, it sucked last week, but this episode makes me um, bullish that we will not go down the roots of Weiss wakes up, uh, my hero to John, yeah. and then they kiss or something. Like I, that didn't seem like what where this episode was leading us. No, it definitely felt like this was this was Ruby in trying to gain control of the situation, and John just happened to gain the ability, and Ruby was 
kind of using it. It, it, it. You know what I mean? It didn't feel like it was from John's perspective once we got yeah. Ruby into the Like, mix. last episode was clearly from John's perspective. It was built up to him gaining a semblance. He does here. I still don't... I, I still really hate the plot device of Lysa's life being in danger yeah. for John's semblance to activate. But if we're not if we're not doing anything else with John after that, then it's not the worst thing ever. If, like, if, that's, I, if that's the end of the John arc for the season, then we're we're probably fine. I I'm actually fine if John is just relegated to white mage for the rest of the show. Yeah. Like I would hate if this power has some kind of like combat relevance or whatever. Because I want him to just sit back and heal people and never. I, I like the, I like the gender subversion of John being yeah. the healer. Yeah. Yeah, that's I cool. like that. Because he isn't good at fighting. That, that's been something they've been telling us for seasons. And I'm okay if he isn't good at fighting. I actually like that. But, it, but I'm really worried, because you just talked about gender subversion. I'm really worried they're going to make a joke about him having sisters, and this is why he has this power. Yeah, well, they've done that before, and it's not been good. But no, I, I mean, they could do it again. When are we going to meet John's sisters? That's the real question. Where that that's that's uh that's is, the next is John, John is one of John's million sisters a maiden is that that's that's our new <laughs> that's our new default question and when the sister dies does John become a maiden oh my god yeah I'm fully expect uh, by the way they're hundred percent doing the male maiden thing and it's probably gonna be John okay anyway um <laughs> uh, yeah so th- this was fine uh it was just really boring to be honest seeing yeah. john's healing powers activate that was the most striking thing it was like Nobody this is what we it? built up to like it wasn't like visually interesting it wasn't uh there's no big moment in the episode it's like really this is it like i wasn't even like i was fine with how it was visually portrayed but nobody reacted to it yeah. everyone acted like he's always been able to do this and it's just like john just activated the semblance guys like i can't believe i was going like can we put more fanfare here? No. Like, I've never felt that way about John, but I actually felt it. Like, or if we're going to do this, at least do it right. And they did it. Yeah, it didn't seem to matter. So I guess last episode was the big thing. But yeah, whatever. So there you go. John heals. Hooray. Uh, okay, here's the question. Is is John just able to unequivocally heal? Uh, superpowers? Heal anyone? Bring a death? He's super powerful. Or is there a consequence to his healing powers? Does him taking, uh, giving like life to Weiss drain his own life force, drain someone else's life force? Like, is there a twist to this? I think if there's a twist, they'll go with something happening to the person he's healing, not to John, because they don't want to hurt John. But um, it, I, I think that the most likely thing to happen here is that Weiss is a little is more cold when she wakes up, which I don't want to happen. But that seems like the most likely mm, pass. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I don't want that. Yeah, so it could I, happen to the person they're healing. Um, that's why John is kind of on death watch is because he could drain his own life force to give to Weiss. I will say if they were go, if they said, if Miles and Carrie for some reason said, okay, we screwed up. John sucks. We have to kill him this season. Let's do it in the best way possible. Then going through this whole arc of giving John his uh, semblance and then having it backfire and then having died, that would probably be the way they would do it. Yes. So, yeah. And, not, and- it's definitely not happening, but if it were to happen, this would be how it would happen. I think, though, that it is possible that he does do that at some point in the future season, because it seems like John is the most likely person to do that, like yeah, to sacrifice yeah, himself for somebody. For later too, yeah. So um, John's probably not dying, but he's no, he's, that's in play. Uh, the best part of the episode was uh, five seconds. Uh, <laughs> Ruby says Weiss and runs over to her. And I, yes. was, and I was like, wow, my life is complete. Yeah, <laughs> that then, was it, though. Dude, that was there was no follow up. But I was at least glad yeah. I got that moment. 
It was followed almost immediately by a gang looking at Weiss and then people telling Yang, no, we got this. And then, and then that went nowhere either. Yeah, there's a lot of a character standing around and looking at a situation unfolding. And it's all of this episode and last episode really um, not fulfilling to me uh, in terms of how you'd logically expect a situation with a lot of different people fighting a lot of different people and a it, lot of things happening in a giant room unfolding. It just doesn't make sense to me. It, None like, of it really I, made sense, yeah. I, I think they needed to make this room bigger or not do this fight inside. Because with how small this room is, it doesn't make sense that people aren't interacting with each other. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, there's like a slight thing last episode with with, uh, one character affecting another like during the fight. But like basically, if you think about it, everyone just kind of has to be standing around staring at each other for a large part of this episode. Yeah. Um, I mean, at the end, they cut to everyone and everyone's fighting when Ruby's looking around. I thought that was good. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I don't know. None, none of this really worked for me. But yeah, okay. So Ruby gets like two minutes in this episode. She runs over to Weiss, um, and she starts uh, ordering everyone around. And uh, she says, "No, I'm angry." So there you go. <laughs> she she's she's the Hulk now, obviously. No, we had a real Hulk in this episode. We haven't well, talked about him yet. No, that's, that's no. He was more Bane. He, no, he's more Hulk. Okay. okay. I, I, I still okay. Can we talk about him? Because I still I, I have something. No. What what did you think of Ru- Ruby's uh, moment? Oh, I, I thought I I liked before she said I'm angry. I liked how she was ordering people around and they were just listening to her. Like they, there was no questioning. They were like, Ruby's here. Wait, Ruby's like the leader of Team Ruby. Yeah. Like what? Since yeah, yeah, when does yeah. this happen? I know, and it was just like I I, but she she was ordering people around. They were listening. They were doing stuff with her. And Yang was like, Yeah, Ruby's back. It felt like, it felt like next episode's gonna be a return to Ruby being in combat. But at the same time, it's like. Why couldn't we do this sooner? Ruby was always in charge, but I guess we're waiting until now to do this. Yeah. Um, this was like a requisite Ruby moment, but why doesn't the show uh, have a lot of these? Because it's her show, but no. Yeah. So whatever. At least we got that. Um, so we've gone over half an hour. We're talking about Hazel, potentially the uh, character that gets the most screen time this episode. Uh, Hazel. Hulk Hazel. Bane, whatever, Bane Hazel. What, what is, uh, so he turns into Dust Hazel with electricity <laughs> dust. Um, that's what the end of the episode calls him, Dust Hazel. Oh, it does? It actually yeah, has in the, in the credits, that's like the concept art, Dust Hazel. What did oh. you think of Dust Hazel? I, I think it's... This is one of the few things they've introduced, like a mechanic, that I think is actually interesting. Because... He just shoved dust into his body and he got overpowered. He like he just overcharged himself with it. Like usually I when I watch the show, I'm not like excited about the new mythology stuff, but this is using something we already know about dust to do something new. And that's how you, I like that kind of progression with world building. Like that's an interesting thing to do there. And I like that he do, we're like where's his weapon? What's his weapon? It's like he is his weapon. Like it it was I liked it. It was really cool to see. With that said, I don't get his motivation. Because his motivation is just stupid. Like okay, everyone we'll talk else. about that. But the dust thing itself was cool, yeah. Yeah. Electricity, that was cool. Um, the the big problem, and I don't even think it's the motivation thing, which I also have problems with, but the big problem is that I don't care about Hazel. No. And Hazel is on screen for a lot of this episode. This is the big problem with the episode itself. It's like, oh, Dylan, you love the ending. Uh, this must be a good episode. And maybe it's a good episode. It's not a great episode, though, because I really just don't care about most of the people that are on screen for most of this episode. 
Yeah. I don't care about Hazel. I don't care about John. I don't care about, you know, uh, like, like even like Mercury and, uh, uh, Ozpin and, uh, and Lionheart, you know, there's, this episode's not dominated by Team Ruby once again. And those are the actual characters. That's the biggest problem here. And, uh, is, is Weiss. Weiss, this huge moment happens last episode. One of the, the main characters, the number one character the audience cares about. And I've kind of tabled this complaint until now just to try to be nice to the listeners. But this is really the reason why this episode, uh, the episode's fine. This is why the show sucks. Look, YouTube people, this is why the show sucks. (laughs) Weiss, the number one character we care about, is on the brink of death last episode. And this episode does not care about that. It does. There's so many things happening, and Weiss is just laying there, and there's no urgency about, uh, like, there's, like, people run over, there's this dramatic moment in the beginning, but it's not even remotely the most important thing. I mean, it happens in the context of Hazel, a character who we met for five seconds, uh, doing something and fighting this uh, Ozpin, uh, this ridiculous Ozpin Oscar concept. The episode does not care about Weiss almost dying, and that was the biggest thing that's happened this entire season, and it doesn't matter. Like what? What is the show doing? I, and it's like we don't even focus on Team Ruby while it's happening. Like Yang, Yang and Ruby. We built up Yang and Weiss's relationship this whole season. Yeah, and Yang doesn't react to this at all. Like I can, I like this is like Yang just saw Blake get stabbed again, and Yang does nothing essentially. We it, get it, one it, shot. Ruby is conveniently passed out when this happens, yeah. so she doesn't. And then she reacts. She says "Weiss," and then runs over. But her best friend in the whole world is uh, is dying, and she just uh, has that small reaction. Yang doesn't say anything. Blake isn't even there for it to happen. Uh, oh my goodness! <laughs> this is when Blake should show up. When there's emotional turmoil, you should add more characters to it who are that we care about. And instead, we're just like, let's just ignore it. And so now Blake isn't showing up. I don't even know if she's showing up next episode anymore. Like, does this? I don't think this show even cares about Team Ruby anymore. This is like, like yeah, this is Exhibit A for why the show doesn't care about Team Ruby. Like, the show did not recognize that moment of significance last episode. It just treated it as one of its normal stupid cliffhangers. Like, and they, that's not. This is so important. Weiss is so important to us. The show didn't even know. You could even do the same things, like like plot wise in this episode. Like, Yang could still be stopped from reaching Raven, and. And Ruby could order people around, but it could be shown a little more anger, a little more caring that Weiss was hurt. It just has but to be through the lens of them reacting to Weiss. That's the most important thing. Any, I don't care about Raven being the mating compared to Weiss almost dying. That's so irrelevant. Yeah. It, it's just frustrating. It, it's super frustrating. At least, like, consolation prize, Weiss isn't dead, but nobody cares. <laughs> It was. It turned out that Weiss's almost death was just another one of the stupid cliffhangers, and yeah. uh, that's one of the biggest problems with the season. Is almost every episode has had a dumb cliffhanger. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is the in a season where Miles and Carrie have listened to a lot of the problems that the show has had and genuinely fixed some things. Here's the number one thing going in next season. You need to understand that Team Ruby is more important than anyone else on the show to most yeah. of the audience and that the focus needs to be there. And it's not just the audience. It's the show. Like, that's what the yeah. show is based around. It's not It's not me. I'm not the one rationally attached to Team Ruby. This is what the show's about. That's what seasons one and two are about. Yeah. Like, uh, season three as well. <laughs> like you, this- named, you named the show Ruby. Clearly, they have plot significance. Ruby has deus ex machina eyes. Clearly, at least one of them is going to be a maiden at some point. Like, you have plot laid out for them. 
let them be the main characters instead of just not doing anything. We, like, we've, we've set up, uh, we, we, we solved the fact that Team Ruby reunited. We solved them being interacting with each other. That happened. But there's just not an importance there. Like the show no. doesn't, the season doesn't care about them. It, it Yeah. The only time it feels like the season even close to cares about them is during the Blake stuff. But that's also the weakest part of the plot the show's ever done. The, the menagerie stuff. So it's hard to care about it. Yeah. Okay. So there's your rant for the episode. Um, are you happy? Uh, comment if you like the rants. Uh, press one for I like the rant. Press two, press this, two for I didn't like the rant. Okay. Discord will like the rant. YouTube will hate the rant. Yeah. YouTube's pretty split. We get a pretty even 50 50 thumbs up, thumbs down. So uh, thumbs up. Don't th- no, thumbs up for the whole podcast. But uh, comment. Yeah. Comment if you like that. Um, okay. What, what were we talking about before this? Uh, Hazel. Oh, yeah. Hazel's motivations are stupid. Uh, so. <laughs> So it's like uh, Hazel hates Ozpin. Yeah. Uh, great. Tell us what the bad thing Ozpin did. We're dying to know. <laughs> What's yeah. what bad? Uh, it turns out uh, Hazel's sister Gretchen, uh, Gretchen Wieners, went to uh, went to Beacon and she died. And that was it. And it's like, how many like how many people have done that? It's you're not unique there, Hazel. Like. And it sounds like she chose to do it herself. Like, I don't know why he's mad at Ozpin about this. This doesn't make sense. Yeah. I I mean, I think the show is good at identifying that people get angry over irrational things. Yes. Um, So I buy that. And the show's done that several times. Not everyone's motivations are rational. So that, that, that clearly we know that the problem is as an audience, (laughs) we have to have some sort of reason for why characters are behaving the way they are. And I don't see that for Hazel here. Like, I think the bigger thing is that, again, it. I think this scene is is supposed, is painting Ozpin as evil or trying to make us think that he's great. I don't actually agree with you. I don't know that the show, that the perspective of the show but, and the writers is that we we want the audience to think Ozpin is evil. I think it's like, why do why does the villainous side hate Ozpin? Justify yourselves. And that's what I think Miles is trying to do here. I mean, I, I like that. I like if they justified. I just have, like, I can buy Hazel's. I think Hazel's is a little weak, but it's not, like, Raven weak. It's, it's like... Yeah, this is better than Raven, yeah. Yeah. And I think it's more just, like, it seems... It, I thought there was just more to Hazel than this. But, I mean, I'm fine with him wanting to avenge a loved one. That's better than other backstories we've had. But he does have this point in the episode where he t- turns to Austin and he's like, ask Ospin what he did. And it's like, it makes it seem like there's something dark lurking there. And it, but it just isn't that dark. It's just somebody came to my school and they died. Like it was just another person that came to the school and died. Like people do that all the time, I'm sure, because a lot of people aren't made to be, like, to, to be that. I mean, we really, we really haven't seen it happening. But presumably, if they're fighting Deadly Grim, that yeah. people are going to die. Yeah. I mean, Summer died during it, didn't she? Like that's the implication, at least. Question, gotten... question mark. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So the, it, it's it's unfulfilling, and uh, you know, whatever. It's not yeah. that big of a deal. The thing I just ranted about before is a much bigger deal. But yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, I, I do. I don't know. So coming into this episode, Hazel was my favorite of the new uh, villains, and coming out, I guess I don't care because I feel like we pay, finally paid him off, and he didn't really do anything. Like his I, fighting was cool. I think they paid him off way too soon. I thought this was going to be a slow burn to find out Hazel's motivations, and it just kind of came all of a sudden, which is cool. It was cool to see him yelling, like hear that, like. Like, it, it was kind of primal, the, the roar he had at Ozpin, and then it just didn't really pay off, 
And I kind of would have liked if he was just mad at Ozpin this episode and we never really found out what he did. I think that would have been more exciting and more um, suspenseful if we didn't know why Hazel wanted to kill Ozpin so bad. Yeah, I actually like, think it'd be. I actually think it'd be fine if we had uh, Raven hates Ozpin and we don't know why. Hazel hates Ozpin and we don't know why. And we we just we we theorize that oh wow, Ozpin yeah. did something terrible. That would be. I think that would actually be a lot better than we get reasons and they're actually nothing. Yeah, like, and 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 by the time we actually get to the time to reveal it, it'd be it would have build up. It would have time to stew inside us, and then we could see that they're just kind of irrational. They're kind of just mad about things that happened in their childhood. And that's okay. But with the way they did it now, it just came out of nowhere. And I don't care with both of these, Raven and Hazel. Yeah. So whatever. Uh, that, and just uh, them uh, them fighting, you know. Whatever. Oh, also, he's using lightning powers and somehow Nora's not getting involved. Like, <laughs> Nora. Yeah, that's true. That's Nora's thing. Come on. Nora, like, your, your literal power is absorbing lightning. Can't you just, like, lend a hand for once? Like just once. Yeah, good good point here. Um, yeah, okay. Only no, two, no, but, uh, two, sorry, what? go ahead. Go ahead. I'm just mad because they sent Ren at Hazel, not Nora. Uh, yeah, they did do that. Yeah, I don't know why <laughs> why they did that. Uh, two, th- th- only two other things: Yang fighting uh, Mercury and Emerald. Sure, whatever. I like when Ruby joined her, but that's it. But no, when Ruby joins her, Emerald has this like really like like scared reaction. I really think Emerald doesn't want to hurt Ruby, and they keep showing these little reactions, but. The, the show doesn't want to focus. Isn't it probably that she's scared of Ruby because her uh, her Bay uh, Cinder got hurt by Ruby? I'm fine with either way, but this is just another reason why they're not. This is another example of how they're not focusing on Ruby. I care so much more about the Emerald Ruby relationship than any any other relationships we showed this episode. Like yeah, I want to see that. Was, that was interesting last episode with them fighting. Yeah, I think they'd be best friends. <laughs> I mean, yes, they would. Emerald join Team Ruby when? Like never, but please. Yeah, emeralds, emerald, and mercury are really pointless right now. Yeah, uh, it's kind of kind of disappointing. Uh, last thing, Crow takes a big hit at the end of the episode from Hazel, and we do not see the result. I think it's not going to matter, but I kind of would be happily surprised if there were actually some consequences. He kind of just gets punched, so really they could just not pay this off, and it would be fine. Um, but, but it also could be that we're back on Crow Death Watch, which we've been on for the past three years. It it was a really um, it was a, it was emphasized a lot. Yeah, the episode, yeah. I'm trying to look for the word, but it just it like it kind of it didn't slow. It, there wasn't slowdown, but it like there was maybe like no, it was ninety percent speed, not a hundred percent speed, and it was just it felt like a powerful hit to his back, and that feels like something's going to happen with that. But I wouldn't be surprised if nothing happens because people get punched all the time. In these kind of shows, and nothing happens. Yeah, we notably did not see the result, which makes you think, "Oh, wow, is the, is it bad?" And we'll find yeah. out next episode. But also, sometimes the show includes things in an episode uh, that have no business being in said episode, and will not yeah. have relevance until next week. So, yeah, yeah, okay. So, uh, I got nothing else. Anything else from the episode, Andrew? Um, the fights themselves weren't that exciting to me. Like, I didn't care about Ozpin fighting Hazel, even though Hazel was cool. Like. It, I, I will say I don't get how Osmond has just infinite energy when he's running around as Oscar. Yeah, like, why is like, Osmond so much better as Oscar than Oscar is at Oscar? I, I don't know. Because like, it, it feels like Osmond should be like getting tired a lot quicker as this little boy. It feels like he should be, but he's not. And, but he's doing flips and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I thought Ozpin was uh, channeling uh, Raphael from Soul Calibur two when he was uh, <laughs> using his staff against him. That was my re- that's my reaction to the fight. He's channeling it like yeah. obviously, obviously, like 
this is this is a fantasy show and there's no like it being tired is just a plot device but i feel like he should be getting tired like I, I i would feel really unrewarded if ozpin wins this fight with hazel is what i'm saying like i don't feel like he should be able to i just don't care so. i mean i don't care either <laughs> don't but care it'd fight. be kind of dumb yeah okay uh final thoughts andy <sighs> i wish blake was back already and she's not yeah, that's like ne- next next week. Uh, is this our finale episode? I speculated last week that we are splitting up our season finale into finale and uh, post uh, into uh, epilogue and epilogue afterwards. So like we usually get a five to ten minute epilogue sequence at the end of every season. So if they, they could just put, spin that off into its own episode, we are getting two more episodes this season than normal. I think there's a possibility that this season ends on a cliffhanger in total. Like we end in the middle of this. That would be very representative of the season as a whole. It it would be, but I think it's very likely that we end without finishing the fight with the white Fang. Like we finish fighting Cinder and stuff, but Haven still is going to fall. Like we don't do the white Fang fight at all this season. Um, eh, I think we're fighting Adam next episode. to some extent, I hope so. But I also would not like what here's what I would hate. We do the Adam fight and Blake, Ilya and son are like just next door to team Ruby. But Blake never goes over and says hi to them this season. Right. Yeah. That would, so let's let me let's write the last two episodes uh, in, in a minute. <laughs> let's do um, it. So next episode, they're fighting Adam. Blake shows up. Uh, I don't know. Adam dies or something. Blake Blake's helping them. I don't really care, to be honest. And then and then the epilogue, though is uh, the Bumblebee reunion after the fight. Uh, Blake run, Blake and Yang run over each other and they kiss and uh, it's great. And, and Il- we see how Ilya reacts to this. Uh, Blake kissing another girl and uh, Ilya uh, is like with some, uh, it's like uh, is introduced to Weiss or something. And then we see how Weiss is reacting as well. Like just like the Bumblebee reunion in the epilogue. Like, I think that's the best case scenario at this point. Are you, are you really off the freezer bird trade already, Dylan? Is this really what you're doing? No, well, we need jealous Weiss uh, as well. To, to <laughs> no, freezer bird's happening. I can't believe you, Dylan. We just had this conversation like two episodes ago that yeah, Freezer Bird was Yang happen. did not react to Weiss dying at all. Okay, I think we're done with true. it. I okay. think I think the show's off it. Okay. I, I will give you that that she did not have like a reasonable I'm human not saying reaction. this is what I most I'm saying like I'm trying to realistically write the wait, last wait, two episodes. You think Bumblebee's realistic now? That's really optimistic. I I do think that we might I don't think we're gonna get a kiss, but I do think we're gonna get a Bumblebee hug in the last We need episodes. a hug, okay? If we yeah. don't have full team Ruby hug this season, I might die. Like Also the all of them hug, yeah. Yeah, okay. I need, we'll I, I, yeah, I, that was that was better in my head. I actually have no no specifics for the fighting. I don't really care to be honest. We'll, like I think I care a little more about the fighting than you do because I want the fighting to be cool looking. But I mean, I also don't care. I want I want Team Ruby together more than I want any cool fights. To be honest, I guess I guess it's it, the big thing is like is is the their attack the White Fang attack going to be successful? Like, uh, but I don't care. So. I I don't even care. We haven't seen enough of Haven. Like. Yeah, they I don't really care if, if Haven's controlled by good or bad guys, whatever. Yeah, like I feel like we I feel like these episodes where we had like Team Ruby talking together this season, they could have been better if they were walking around Haven while talking, while re- reminiscing together, like exploring this place that was supposed to be in danger. But instead we just ignored it and we stayed inside this one house. Yeah, we just time. stayed in one house. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So uh We'll see what happens next week. Uh, yeah. I assume it's next week. I haven't heard otherwise uh, on uh, potentially either part one of our finale or the finale, or is this part two? Is this part three or part two of the finale? I don't know. So oh, uh, 
Uh, it depends whether you count that stuff that we just saw as finale episodes, but we will see. And uh, what's Adam going to do? How much is Adam going to suck? How much will we hate what Adam does? <laughs> Who will Adam kill randomly? That's the real question. Yeah, Which character will die? Yeah. I, I don't. Th- I think we'll probably not get another major death this like, season. What, so. what if Adam just kills Raven randomly? Like, is that something that could happen? Sure, why not? <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? I don't know. Like, I think that's actually something they could do. Just kill Raven randomly with Adam. If it gets Yang the powers, then yeah, yeah. they could do that. Yeah. Okay, so let us know what you think is going to happen on that. Let us know our thoughts on the episode. Comment on YouTube. Give us a thumbs up and post one or two for your thoughts on the rant. Uh, all of that. Uh, subscribe on YouTube to not miss any of But big reaction last week on YouTube to our, our Ruby podcast. 2,000 views. Thank you very much, guys, for watching us on YouTube. We also are on iTunes and stuff like that. You can also subscribe there. Or check us out at OverlyAnimated.com. Uh, we just had a Steven Universe podcast. Steven Universe was new. I do think there's a lot of SU Ruby uh, viewer crossover. So uh, check out our thoughts on these stranded uh, episodes from last night. And uh, talk to us on Discord. Uh, the Discord channel, Ruby channel, was really hopping uh, today after the episode uh, for our Overly Animated Discord. Find that at OverlyAnimated.com slash Discord. You'll get a redirect link there to our Discord invite. And uh, consider supporting us via Patreon, patreon.com slash Overly Animated. Thank you very much to all of our current patrons, especially our patron of the podcast, Rachel, a.k.a. Rachel Rose. And thanks, as always, to our patron executive producers, John, Ryan, Steve, Alex, Andy, and Hugh. Uh, when, uh, wow, at least Ruby did something on the Rachel Rose uh, <laughs> patron yeah. of the podcast. At least kind of something happened with Ruby. Um, and, uh, yeah, upcoming stuff. We'll be back for Ruby next week. Not a ton happening, to be honest. Animation-wise, we'll see if Ladybug's new. Uh, Mysticons will be back finally next weekend. And... Woo. Uh, Steven Universe, of course, was new last night. And we'll probably get a listener feedback up as well. So get your feedback in for the SU podcast if you have not yet. So, uh, yeah, let us know what you thought. Thank you guys very much for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.